0: Let's talk about real estate uh, just for a moment. Uh, It's been a challenging time for the real estate industry as rising interest rates are impacting the industry, but so are other policy changes. Recently, BC Premier David Eby announced new legislation to remove rental restrictions on strata properties. Um, The province estimates there are 300,000 units uh, did not permit rentals. There are approximately 2,900 empty condos that could not be rented right away because of strata rules, according to the government. The province says its new rules will enable owners to rent out these homes. Uh, immediately on top of that the federal government is introducing a two-year ban that will prohibit the purchase of residential property by non-canadians which will come into effect uh, in early january so very uh, challenging times and tumultuous times joining us now to talk about this is sarah daniel she's an author broadcaster and of course a real estate agent in south surrey hello sarah hi sarah can you hear me? Yes, I can. There you go. Oh, just... there you go.
1: Somebody did
0: not press a button. Let's get them fired. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's talk about uh, the industry uh, for a moment. Uh, uh, you, you predominantly focus on the South area, but you do sell in other parts of the lower mainland as well. Yeah. Give me mm-hmm. a sense of the mood in regards to real estate agents. In regards to not just the strata rules that have come in, the foreign buyer's tax. We'll get to, the, get to those specific policies. But also on top of that, you've got rising interest rates that are also impacting the industry. What's the mood in your industry right now?
1: Well, it's a lot quieter, and that's not a bad thing at all. We certainly have seen a decrease in sales, as well as new listings. So, I mean, for those people who are sort of thinking, okay, it's going to be a buffet of a selection, there's going to be so much out there that's not selling, so I can take my time and look whatever I want to, you can. You you can take your time, but there's just not the inventory out there. Because of the way uh, mortgages are structured in Canada, and because you have to you know, meet all sorts of stringent requirements to, to actually get one, there's not... I mean, as much as we're hearing people being stressed out because of uh, variable rates, etc., there's not a rush to the market of people selling. Um, so in, in, that, in that sense, it's, it's just a quieter market. Uh, we're not seeing the unconditional uh, subject-free offers that we did six, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Prices have come down a little bit. So townhouses and condos in many areas are still uh, worth more than they were a year ago today. Houses, in particular, detached homes, have seen their prices come down a bit.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the changes to the strata rules. Uh, Premier E.B. and the NDP government announced new legislation to remove those rental restrictions on strata properties. I think the more you can, more, more of a, for a bigger pool you can put into the rental market, it is, it'll make it successful, easier for people. What impact is it having uh, on the real estate industry?
1: So I listed a condo earlier this week, and it's listed at quite a low price in the in the mid three hundreds. It's a one bedroom condo with a solarium. Now the reason it's priced low is because the building itself will have upcoming assessments, so I have priced it to factor that into effect. Mm-hmm. The building also had a nineteen plus age restriction and at no rentals. Now at the you know strike of a pen, those have been pretty much you know removed. So. Here's the thing is the phone calls I'm getting to show this property and I'm going to be showing it in an hour and I've got showings booked all through the weekend are not by people looking to purchase for themselves. They're people looking to purchase as an investment on top of which we've, I've actually had some young families inquire about it. Now, because of the ongoing assessments, I've suggested to their realtors that it might not be the best fit for them. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing is people that want to invest Here's, you know, you, you've now got all these buildings, older buildings, et cetera, that are opened up to um, the purchase by investors. Because the simple fact of the matter is a lot of, of owners, um, if they are in the position to rent out it, and they want to move, most likely are going to sell. there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being a landlord. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a tenant myself right now, but there are tenants that are not great. Um, there's maintenance that you still have to pay Um, you know if if a if you want to move back into the property sometimes that that can be an issue there's a lot of different things that go along with that so a lot of owners per se do not want to be landlords they just want to sell what is happening right now of course is that the that pool of what you could purchase investor wise is now opened up to be all that much greater and the perfect thing is for a lot of investors is that those properties are not currently tenanted, obviously, and so they can set that rental rate. So when a, an investor goes to purchase something with a tenant already there, if that tenant is paying a fairly low monthly rent, it's not, as, it's not as interesting to the investor. But here we have a whole bunch of stock that might come on the market for whatever reasons, the seller just selling because they're moving somewhere else, but the investor comes in And they're able to charge a a really hefty rent.
0: So uh, what what do you say to the argument that this this potentially with this legislation, it does open up new places that can be rented out? It's the it's just the, the the variety and the supply that is so very important at this particular point. What do you say to that argument?
1: And I understand that. Here's the thing is, is there was no consultation within the real estate industry or anybody for that matter. There are strata councils right now. I mean, for instance, that, that listing I was just telling you about, the one that I listed this, this week, mm-hmm. it's a 19 plus building with, with uh, no rentals. Now, I've written in, I'm still showing on my listing that it has a 19 age uh, restriction and it is technically no rentals according to the bylaws. That means that I'm putting the onus, unfortunately, on the buyer and the buyer's agent to go and get legal uh, opinions as to whether it's okay for them to move in. Here's the thing is, do we know if the stratas who are going to, in many cases, be upset about this change in regulations? Are they going to class action suit against the provincial government? The other thing is, to avoid this kind of sort of real estate speculation, which the government has seemed to be so intent on doing, and, I mean, the underlying principle is a good one, why wouldn't you... Talk to the real estate industry. I was just thinking today, wouldn't it make sense if you said instead of no rentals allowed, owners that had owned that property for two years or more would not be restricted from renting out that property. That means that an investor looking just to pick up something to quickly rent out would have to actually live in that property as an owner for two years before being able to rent it. It just makes it not, you know, these are the kind of things that will keep the prices relatively stable. I think that with opening up all these properties to the, uh, to the interest of you know, investment buyers, is actually going to push the prices up a little bit more.
0: Sarah, let's talk a little bit about that. What impact do you think that's going to have on the market?
1: Well, I mean, the, the interesting thing is we don't even know the full parameters of this yet. It hasn't been announced. So we don't know if it's going to be, again, like the areas that we have in the Lower Mainland that have the 20% tax currently. Um, And that would exclude Whistler and some vacation areas. Um, You know, there's obviously areas in the interior that are covered by this as well. Or whether it's going to be a blanket of all of Canada. We don't know. Apparently, according to uh, a newspaper article I was reading earlier today, Americans living in uh, uh, border cities in Ontario have been snapping up uh, uh, vacation properties in Ontario with the idea of worrying about this ban coming into effect. And it's a two-year ban. I mean, that's it, two years. Um, and again, we, we still to this day do not know the details. But, I mean, I can't imagine that they're all of a sudden going to turn around and say Whistler, you, you know, Americans can't buy in Whistler. You know, all, all these uh, vacation areas which are popular with, uh, with Americans. And then there's also the residual effect of how will the Americans take this? Will they turn around and say, well you know what? if you are a snowbird, you can't buy in the United States for the next two years. i mean there's a there's a lot of things that that follow through with this. Um, as far as foreign buyers are concerned, I mean, we brought in the foreign buyers tax in BC in 2016. It was it was pretty much dropped in without any warning.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: people that had purchased prior to the tax being announced were not grandfathered in. It created a lot of confusion. To me personally, it was a dog whistle because it was this fear of uh, East Asian buyers and them apparently you know ramping up the prices. The, the the thing is what people forget is that there's a lot of Americans and a lot of uh, Brits and Australians and, and uh, South Asians and people from all over the world that come to Canada, work here with a work permit. They may not be a permanent resident. They like have permanent resident papers. They may not have Canadian citizenships, but they are paying taxes in Canada. And, I mean, a simple solution to all of this would have been if you're paying taxes and working in Canada, that you should be exempt. But these are the things... But unfortunately, they're kind of a dog whistle. They make, they make the general public to a certain extent happy. But when you mm. start to scratch below the surface, you realize that it's it's pretty. It's just a lot of fluff to make people happy.
0: We've got a couple more minutes left. Uh, explain to me this uh, rescission period and, and what impact uh, that's having on the industry. <laughs> I, so, I guess that's so your official remark.
1: <laughs> we, we, we had uh, a call at my office uh, recently. We had uh, one of those Zoom calls, and I think it was the most – popular zoom call in, in god knows how many years since zoom calls became a thing um because nobody really understands it so i mean we do but we don't so the, the rescission period is basically that if uh, it was the idea was brought to the fore um during the uh during the hot markets of a, of a couple months back like, like six eight months back and the idea is is that people were you know randomly purchasing properties like it's, they felt that they were under a lot of pressure and they they had no way to you know to second guess their their choices so the rescission period is basically that if you are writing an unconditional offer that you have 3 days to rescind your offer and you will be fined um and that fine would be 0.25% of the actual purchase cost so if you bought a million dollar house mm-hmm. you would you would you would forfeit $2500 it the 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 time for the rescission is 3 business days Uh, that starts the day after the offer is firm or accepted, that that offer is accepted. Um, And it does not include Saturdays, Sundays, or holidays. Um, There's a gray area because, of course, now offers, most people are writing offers with subjects, so subject to financing or subject to inspection. Mm -hmm. If that period is longer than three days, do we still take that deposit for the rescission fee? There's a lot of gray area, again, And one of the major problems has always been is, and this is governments of all stripes, I'm not picking on any side of the aisle, but they make these sweeping decisions and nobody bothers to phone the realtors to ask how that's going to work out.
0: The overall health of the industry right now, beyond just interest rates and some of the arguments, the, the, some of the, the points that you've made here uh, during our conversation, um, it, it, has there been a shakeout in the industry as well in regards to loss of real estate agents and some of them just walking away? Because it is if, if you've been established, uh, you have clientele, that I understand, but there has to be some shakeout, I would, I would assume, in the industry as well at this moment.
1: I mean, there are, there always are, in, like in, in tougher markets than, than than better markets. But I will say that there was a lot of realtors that were starting off when the market was on you know on fire. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're starting the in the market, you're usually working with buyers. And when you're working in, with buyers in a seller's market, you know you're not necessarily making any money either because you're writing offers and offers and offers and offers. And you know if there's ten fifteen offers on the table, your odds are one in ten or fifteen. So um, it's the thing is that I think that, and I, I know the general public believes this. Um, it's, I mean, who, who? I'm not. Who am I kidding? That they think that we're sitting around. Like, this is the easiest job in the world. Being a realtor is not an easy job. We don't get paid until a transaction actually closes. So we can spend months and months and months looking with somebody or a listing a property and all the expenses that are incurred by that. And the buyer, the prospective buyer or the prospective seller, can change their mind, and they're not out of pocket a lawyer, an accountant, a tax attorney, all those people, they're paid by the hour. Realtors, it's, it's hand to mouth. So yeah. it will shake out the industry a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, people that are, are, are doing this as a serious job, they're going to be fine. Yeah.
0: Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. Interesting to, challenge, interesting to see what the industry is going through right now with the new strata changes and, of course, the federal foreign investor tax that's coming in as Walkers. well. It's bonkers. It is very, very interesting. Thank you so much for your time.
1: No problem.